0: The moon landing has unlocked one of the greatest achievements in human history. The world was going through a rough patch, so to see one of us up there was literally something out of this world. On July 16, 1969, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins became the first people to successfully leave Earth's atmosphere and enter a different one. It was Neil who took the first steps on the moon after careful precision in maneuvering the spacecraft. The Apollo 11 mission was the leap for humankind that everyone needed. When they safely arrived back on Earth, they were welcomed as heroes. It became every kid's dream to do what they did. They were in a capsule with a parachute that landed almost 1,000 miles off the coast of Honolulu with a crew waiting for them. They were the most famous people in the world at that moment. But that's not the end of the story. Going up to outer space posed many potential threats, which nobody really spoke about. There was so much preparation that had to be made for the launch, not to mention training and studies. They didn't know what to expect, since it was the first trip of its kind in history. There was so much mystery behind the moon that scientists proposed a theory that the three astronauts may have caught some microscopic germs from the lunar atmosphere, which could be hazardous to people on Earth. As soon as they landed back on Earth, they had to stay in isolation for three weeks. The hype was real. The health community was extremely concerned about those extraterrestrial bacteria and didn't want to take any chances. The public was just as scared. The recovery helicopters hovered above. Rescue divers did a deep scrub on the capsule hatch with iodine to disinfect anything the capsule may have brought from outer space. Afterward, they were given the B.I.G., a Biological Isolation Garment suit, to wear in the capsule before exiting into Earth's atmosphere. After they put on the suits, they were disinfected with bleach and taken to an aircraft carrier by helicopter to be escorted to a mobile isolation unit. The unit docked in Hawaii while they were in the mobile quarantine facility until it was flown to Ellington Air Force Base in Houston, Texas. They were then placed in the Lunar Receiving Laboratory. Over there, they had to spend another 15 days inside an air-locked room to lessen the risk of exposing themselves to the outside world they had to stay in ultraviolet light to eliminate any microbes or bacteria from space. In fact, after each day, everyone working in the LRL had to disinfect themselves and shower to be safe. And in the case of them being infected with some lunar microbes, they had to also be in isolation, just like the astronauts. Inside the chamber, the three men had to find ways to entertain themselves. With two weeks left in isolation, they did what other humans would do in a closed chamber, Talk all the time. Lots of laughing, joking, and every kind of interaction they could have with each other. Reports say that they were comfortable inside, but because there wasn't much to do in there, they got bored pretty quick. They ate well and had all the meals required to stay healthy. In the meanwhile, they enjoyed some activities like table tennis, working out at the gym, and even played the ukulele. Well, at least that's what Neil Armstrong did. Some of them used to jog back and forth in the hallway. Astronauts lose muscle mass when they stay in space for too long, so working out isn't just for fun, but mandatory. They even threw a party and celebrated Neil's 39th birthday in isolation. He had a cake with candles baked by one of the staff members of the LRL. In addition, they had some playing cards to entertain themselves, magazines, and media coverage of their mission. They also spoke to some of their family members when given a chance, with glass walls separating them or through a telephone. They respected each other's privacy and found ways to keep themselves busy whenever one of them was talking to a family member or discussing something in confidence. They also had to take daily medical tests and have long debriefings from NASA, separated by glass. They spent some time working on mission reports and finishing up some other paperwork. The cherry on top was when President Nixon visited them before they were sent to the LRL to congratulate them for being the heroes everyone looked up to. And after those 21 days were up, they were released from their isolation. Scientists found nothing scary in their system and nothing that they carried with them. There were no pathogens, microbes, or bacteria from the moon, which means that there wasn't any life on our neighboring rock floating in the air. The three men were finally able to go home to their families and enjoy the freedom of Earth's atmosphere. Eventually, the whole quarantine was dropped, but any astronauts going to the International Space Station have to stay in isolation before launching, so they don't bring any infections up there. Scientists have set their eyes on Mars for our next future home. Elon Musk's SpaceX wants to spearhead the mission up there and use robots as the first ones to set foot on the red planet. The Tesla Bot was showcased in 2021 and can mimic us pretty well. It can do the everyday boring tasks we don't enjoy doing, like cleaning, buying groceries, and some heavy lifting. Thanks to the fact that they walk like us, we can get a good idea of how humans will move around on Mars. The bots can send reports back to Earth as soon as they get the data, and can probably study the environment if there are, in fact, extraterrestrial microbes living on Mars. But none of this will happen anytime soon. There are a lot of steps to be taken before we can see ourselves living on the red planet. The first challenge is getting there. Scientists predicted that it could take up to nine months inside a large spacecraft following a carefully mapped route. It's likely there will be many robots helping around and a few humans specialized in various fields to help with anything needed. No doubt, it'll have proper sleeping quarters, an exercise room, and a recreational room, just to name a few. It'll be risky, but exciting. And after all those months of traveling, it'll be time for the landing that's going to be equally, if not even more, challenging. NASA used a special sky crane to lower Curiosity on the surface of Mars in 2012. So maybe we can develop some technology along these lines to set up before the arrival of the spacecraft. Once these things are figured out, it's time to get greased up and ready for the bumpy ride, settling. The initial steps have been studied, and the crew knows exactly what to do what to build, and where to conduct everything. Robots and engineers will build living quarters, indoor farms, and the basic essentials needed to survive. Sure, they can bring a certain amount of food and resources that can last for years, but the main purpose is to be self-sustainable. We'll need to produce water, food, and breathable air if we want to make it up there. There's some evidence that Mars was once a water wonderland, so it's possible that there might be some water underground or in the ice caps. We can't grow crops without water, which brings us to our next challenge, growing food in the middle of a barren wasteland. We'd have to live in domes in order to breathe and walk around without a protective suit. So growing food in these domes will be a no-brainer. But with limited water supply for crops, we now have to find a way to produce water and mimic the conditions for plants to grow. Once these things are built and studied, then comes the next challenge, powering up the settlement. Solar energy is one of the obvious choices. This source of energy can power up fuel cells and nuclear batteries for our everyday use. And once we have all this up and running, we can finally say we got ourselves a settlement outside of Earth. Sooner or later, more ships will arrive with more people settling and building a future out there. By then, we'd know if there are any foreign microbes that could pose a threat, so we wouldn't have to quarantine. And all it's going to cost are a few tens of billions of dollars. A small sum for the next big leap for humans.